Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Radio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. From SAP Center at San Jose, it's another opportunity for Bob Bugner and company to step forward as the Sharks face off against the Colorado Avalanche for the fourth time this year. On Monday, the Sharks beat the Avalanche by the score of 6-2, and it was a night in which everything seemed to go right for the men in Teal. The Sharks head coach was very encouraged by the team's performance. This is a team that has some great moments, but putting 60 together has been the challenge, and uh, we put 60 together. I thought that, you know, between the second and third, we talked about, you know, uh, a Talks enough, uh, um, you know, words are, everybody's sick of talking about, you know, details and structure. Let's just go out and do it. Um, we all know what we're doing here, um, you know, and everybody's just got to dig in. I thought each line contributed. I thought all the D played well. Obviously, Jonesy made some great saves at the right times, and, and that's the difference, I think. Uh, um, you know, that's how we need Jonesy to play, and, and that's how we need Doobie to play. They, uh, you know, he was one of our best players. Bugner added that there wasn't exactly one turning point in the game, but a series of things that went the Sharks' way that produced the result. Well, obviously, scoring the first goal, making it 2-1. Um, a couple big kills, obviously, uh, uh, and Jonesy making a big save. And I can't remember. I think it was around the 13-minute 13, 13 mark of the second period he made a big save. And, uh, um, you know, those are the kind of things we talk about, the difference makers. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I thought that Jonesy gave us confidence. And I think that uh, we, we never felt that, you know, um, that we were scrambling or that, you know, we were losing our composure. I thought Jonesy, I, I think that's, you know, the goalie's job is keep his composure and is keep his team uh, mentally in it. And uh, um, I think he did a good job. He, he, he gave us some time to get going and uh, you know, and I, I just like that, you know, we played fast. I think we played fast tonight and I thought every line contributed and I thought that our detail, uh, especially when we had the lead uh, we weren't turning pucks over. We managed the puck well. Um, you know, and, and uh, um, we created enough offense to win the game. Captain Logan Couture, left wing of Andrew Kane, and right wing Kevin LeBanc all have four game point scoring streaks coming into tonight with a combination of 20 points scored in those games between the three players. Couture talked about why he thinks the line works together so well. We all have different styles of, uh, of play. Um, Kaner is uh, physical and, and hard on the forecheck. Banker sees the ice really well and he thinks the game well. Um, and then I'm, uh, I think, slower than uh, slower than Kaner, and I, I think the game well as well. So, kind of find those holes. Um, kind of, we, we've been reading off each other pretty well, so uh, it's been working. Um, you know, we've been tasked to go against the other team's top line, um, and it was a challenge against one of the best lines in in the world. And I thought we did a pretty good job. But the captain is the first player to credit his teammates for putting together an outstanding effort. And according to Logan, that's what has to happen in order for the Sharks to have success. Yeah, I mean, that's how we're going to win. You know, we need everyone throughout the lineup, especially with Tommy being out now for for a little while. We're going to need contributions up and down the lineup, and um, special teams are going to have to be good um, for the most part. I thought our kill did a good job against a very good power play. You know, they got one there, but uh, held them off the sheet the rest of the way, So, uh, and our goaltending was great. 
Timo Meyer is starting to figure things out, too. Head coach Bob Bugner discussed his three-assist game on Monday against Colorado and the progress he's making this year. Timo and I sat down a lot this year and talked about his game, and, and uh, you know, he's just he's putting it together and I think you know he he's figuring out what he needs to do every night to be a dominant player in this league and he's using his speed he's using his size um you know he's just he looks excited to get over the boards every shift and and that's uh um you know that's a good thing I think that uh, um you know Kucha's line was carrying us for a while offensively now to have Timo going and you know Patty's working well with with uh, Donato and Leonard so it's nice we got a little bit of identity um you know we got a lot of work ahead of us you know, you look back at, you know, last game scoring six goals and not being able to come out with a point or two. But, uh, um, you know, if we continue to play the way we did, um, you know, we'll be we'll be in a lot of hockey games. and We'll be competing for points every night. And even without the presence of Tomas Hurdle for another game due to COVID symptoms, Dylan Gambrell has filled in creditably on that line. Kevin LeBanc is noticing from his spot. You know, uh, just being hard, not being fancy, chip it in, go get it, you know, cycle, shot get the rebound you know uh, they play a simple game and it's so effective and you know that we're gonna need them on this stretch you know uh but they played a great game and you know it's not just them it's uh, all four lines and all the defensemen you know and Joner he stopped all the shots that needed to be stopped and bailed us out a couple of times so it was a big game for him and it was a big game for us as a team and uh it was a good momentum builder for us what went wrong for the Avalanche on Monday? Colorado winger Logan O'Connor gave us his analysis. Yeah, I think we let him hang around a little bit. Um, obviously, getting off to that 2-0 lead was huge. But, uh, you know, they kept coming at us, kept providing pressure. Um, I think if we would have got one more goal there, it might have, you know, put them away a little bit and, you know, taken the wind out of their sails a bit. Um, and we got to learn from that going forward, you know, going the rest of the season and hopefully in the playoffs there. Uh, when you got a team down, you sort of got to, you know, finish them off type thing. That's, uh, you know, a big lesson to learn here going forward. And Avalanche coach Jared Bednar doesn't think that goaltender Philip Grubauer is suffering from any sort of fatigue with the absence of Pavel Francouz in net. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, he's only played one game after getting his rest from Arizona. So um, I would say I'm pretty happy with his workload. Like he's handled it real well to this point. I thought the one game where we probably saw a little bit of a drop off um, of a performance was the Minnesota game. So we gave him the two days rest and played Miskin in uh, Arizona. And then Groupie came back with a great performance for us. I mean, Arizona was a much better team the second night. And, um, you know, without Groupie and goal early in the game, we, we might have been in trouble. But he gave us a chance to get our legs underneath us. And then we found a way to score some goals on, on, on that particular night and, and then started defending better and better as the game went on. So, I mean, that's one game. And now we're here in California. We haven't been skating on the off days. So I, I feel pretty good about where his workload is right now. We're just going to have to keep monitoring it and giving him days off. It wasn't his best performance, but we hung him out to dry again, just like we did kind of at the end of the uh, Minnesota game. I thought he was having a great game. You know, if you take it even through 40 minutes, it's a 2-2 hockey game. We sure we had made, made some mistakes and uh, the Sharks were starting to gain a little steam as the second period went on. But we also had our chances to extend our 2-0 lead, uh, both late in the first period and early in the second. And and we didn't do that. And, and it, it kind of cost us. And, and, you know, we just fell asleep on some defensive plays, like I said, where we hung him out to dry. But I thought he was, he was, he was okay, especially for the bulk portion of the game. The Sharks are fully aware of the fact that the Colorado Avalanche will try to do what the Sharks did to them 
by responding after a disappointing loss. Defenseman Eric Carlson, who scored his first goal of the season on Monday, relishes challenges like this. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, started with, uh, you know, obviously we were down a couple of goals uh, right from the start, but uh, it felt like we weren't throwing pucks away and we were doing a pretty good job in managing the pucks, even though we had to dump it in uh, quite a bit. You know, we still put it in positions where we had a chance to retrieve it. And, uh, you know, uh, I think that was the biggest thing for, for us. We, uh, we knew if, if we start, you know, blind throwing stuff that they were going to, you know, feed on that. And uh, we did a good job not doing that for most part of the game. The Sharks were really encouraged to see how well that Carlson played in the game on Monday. Logan Couture talked about it. Yeah, he looks good. Uh, he's he's moving uh, moving the puck. He's he's jumping in the rush and um, sees the ice extremely well. Obviously, that's his best attribute. The way he can find guys um, in open ice and make plays. Um, you know, he's at his best when he's jumping in the rush and uh, he takes those first few strides in the defensive zone. Next thing you know, he's he's at the far blue line. So he's got that explosive stride back and uh, he's looked good. Overall, Carlson was very happy with his performance on Monday and says he was pretty pleased that he was able to score his first goal. You know, I don't really know how it's going to work out at the end, uh, you know, points-wise, or if you're far, too far behind or too far, like, I don't really know. Uh, all we know is that every time you give away points, you know, it goes into uh, your division and it, you know, limits your chances. So um, now our, our toughest toughest job is going to be to, uh, you know, back this up and, and try and get on a roll and, you know, win a few in a row. Um, that's been a problem for us, uh, you know, most part of the year. And uh, we play them again, and they're going to be a completely different team. Probably they're not going to be happy about what they, you know, uh, did out there. And uh, we got to find a way to get even better. Because uh, if we play at the same level, I don't think it's going to be the same outcome. The Teal Report will continue from SAP Center at San Jose right after these messages on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Jack Daniels has always made whiskey. And if they had it their way, they always will. But there's one thing Jack can't make more of, moments. Those are on us to create. You see, friends, we only get one shot at this crazy ride, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. So whether today's the day you're trying that thing you've always wanted to do or just going to sip a glass of Jack with your San Jose Sharks, don't let a single moment go to waste. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Tennessee whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Jack Daniels, distillery Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, old number seven to register trademarks. 2020 Jack Daniels, all rights reserved. San Jose recycles clean. Empty and scrape food and liquid from containers before recycling. Putting food and liquid soiled items in your recycling bin can make otherwise good recyclables too dirty to be recycled. Visit SanJoseRecycles.org for guides and videos on how to recycle clean in San Jose. That's SanJoseRecycles.org. San Jose recycles clean. Empty and scrape containers before recycling. Brought to you by the City of San Jose Environmental Services Department and Santa Clara County. Termites, rodents, and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called? We've all been there. You're not feeling so hot and you want to see your doctor, but you're not so sure you can even get out of bed. Kaiser Permanente gives you care your way. So if you want to see your doctor in person, we can do that. But if getting in the car is the last thing you want to do, that's okay. Just schedule a video visit. Kaiser Permanente gives you high-quality care in person, online, or over the phone so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. 
Appointments is available and appropriate. Marlowe's going to break away. He's moving and he shoots. He scores! It's everything Sharks hockey in one place. Brent Burns on a power play goal. It's the Sharks Audio Network, a 24-7 streaming audio platform dedicated to Sharks hockey and the destination to listen to Sharks games. You can find the Sharks Audio Network on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app. Download the app today to listen to Sharks hockey plus unique Sharks content all day long on the Sharks Audio Network. One lineup change for the Sharks tonight as they take on the Avalanche at SAP Center. Joachim Blickfeld, who's been scoring at a rapid pace in the AHL, has been recalled from the San Jose Barracuda. And he'll be playing on a line with fellow Dane Alexander True at center and Matt Nieto on the other wing. Blickfeld feels that his three-game stint with the Sharks last year has helped prepare him to get ready for what's to come tonight. Well, obviously, the guys up here are a lot bigger, and then the game is, is, is faster. I think the most um, different is the, the passing makes it makes the game a lot faster. You need to, to think a lot faster. So uh, getting a taste of it last year, and I know what's, uh, what's going to happen tonight, uh, helped me, helps me out a, a bit more. Alexander True is pretty happy that a fellow Dane is on his line combination tonight. And he says that he thinks that Blickfeld will make a contribution immediately. Really good uh, goal scorer. Uh, has a really good uh, shot. Um, so try to find him. And, and most of the times it's in, it's in, the, in the back of the net. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's a really good, uh, really good shot. Coach Bob Bugner has watched Blickfeld play the last few games, and he's been impressed. Well, I think that, uh, you know, Blitchie's been their best player down there for, for a bit now. And I think, you know, it's another young guy that uh, had a good camp and, um, you know, he's got some grit to his game. He's got good hands. He shoots the puck well. I think he's going to um, see some secondary power play tonight, um, you know, and it's just trying to get four lines that uh, um, not only can be structured in detail defensively, but four lines that can, you know, help chip in offensively and, uh um, you know, I think he's got that offensive side of his game, no matter what line he plays on. I think that he can uh, he can help out in that department. Do you remember how upset the Sharks were when they lost to the St. Louis Blues 7-6 to on Saturday? Well, that's exactly the position that the Avalanche are in. And Coach Jared Bednar, who says that he's going with the identical lineup as the last game, says that he feels pretty good about the mood of the hockey club after a players meeting this morning. Well, I think, I think we're feeling good today. We're rested. I mean, we, we were coming off a trip. We're now, um, you know, playing the back to back and travel. And, and we've had two days, um, two off days really since we've been here, guys are getting what they need as far as recovery and, and rest. And, um, I sense that we're a hungry group here this morning. It's we, 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 executed well on the ice we're skating good i like the the energy and the juice on the ice this morning so hopefully that's a good indication on, on the way we're going to play tonight um the con as far as the conversations go i think they were um i, I don't want to say tough conversations but they were you know to the point and you know honest and fair and we got together as a group this morning and had a meeting and discussed some things and we're, we're ready to go for tonight Listen to the Sharks and the Avalanche with our call coming at 7 o'clock on the Sharks Audio Network. That's it for the Teal Report. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.